Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It is a joy for me to introduce you to Matt Hines, who needs no introduction if you watch the weather. I've been here for a while. You've now. been here for a while. Been here You've a while. been on this podcast, uh-huh. uh, but not for a while. Last time we talked COVID, we, we had, had both, both had it. <laughs> we both had COVID, and then and that's all anybody was talking about. Yeah. You know, it's still out there. But aren't you glad you live in Texas? Yes, I am glad we are <laughs> moving forward. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, we're just sort of living our lives, realizing, you know, it's a it's a bad thing and there are things to do. Do them if you want to. You know, I, I like I like Texas. Personal freedom. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And uh, so you are a Texan. I am native Texan, born in Plano. Well, actually born in Dallas, grew up in Plano, went to Texas Tech. And by the way, if everything lines up just right in this NCAA tournament, now this will probably be played after this, so it'll be uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. But in my bracket, I have Baylor and Tech playing in the Final Four. Do you really? I do. Well, and it didn't go so well when Baylor played so in the season. We will. We will see what happens. <laughs> now this is probably going to be afterwards. So you're going to know yeah, what already happened. Yeah, but. you'll you'll know. But you know, we are in March Madness, mm-hmm. and. Um, course march is kind of starting another madness for you and that would be severe weather oh, season yeah. how do you like that segue well i didn't just one. fall off a turnip truck no, you've been doing this a while too <laughs> all right so yeah severe weather season's here usually runs march through june and yeah. we're right in the midst of it and we just have to it's it's just being a texan it's just yeah. something you go through every year thunderstorms and it bring the good news is it brings us our rain Oh, and we really yeah, have we had need, so uh, no, we, we knew so, we were going to have a dry mm-hmm. winter, and it has so been. So April, May are our wettest months, so hopefully we can catch up a little bit and everything. If we don't see a lot of rain in April and May, the summer is going to be brutal. We'll have a lot of 100-degree temperatures. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah. And that's because we haven't had the rain. How, yes, how does it's that humidity. work? Drier air likes to heat and cool efficiently. Right. So in the summertime, it likes to heat up a lot. So well, that's yeah. why I remember 2011, oh, we yeah. had the drought and 90 days of 100 plus degree. I'm not saying it'll be that. What I'm saying is it'll probably be an above average year for hundreds if we don't see a lot of rain in April yeah. and May, just because the air mass will be drier. Therefore, it can heat more efficiently and we'll have more 100 degree days. That's yeah. just, yeah. that's just simplicity. Yeah, that was, a, that was quite the year that, um, you know, you did a t-shirt, I think Bush's yes, tea that's right. helped we did you do out that. with that. <laughs> I still, people see you every once in a while, I'll see it on. I survived. Yeah. I the survived. summer of 2011. But a few years later, we did have that one 114 degree. Yes. I, I will not ever forget that. And then when last, I tossed to you yes. on the set and you said it was this the is it. record. It's that history. was the record. That was the hottest temperature, <clears throat> excuse me, recorded in Central Texas. But remember, last February we had minus one. Right. So I've been here doing weather 
between minus one and 114 degrees, some of the most extremes that this place has ever seen. Don't blame me. I'm just the guy that, <laughs> just okay. guy, I'm the messenger. Well, you know, and, and not to get all political and everything, but, you know, how, how much do you think this is because of ozone depletion and global warming? And, and how much do you think we should or could well, be doing is, to affect? Is there anything yeah. we can do to affect the temperatures yeah, and the weather? O, the ozone thing is more of UV light getting in. And that's starting to heal because we got rid of CFCs. Okay. So that's good. So that did So that, that 80s initiative worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's working as of today. It takes a while for it to totally manifest and get out of the atmosphere. But I'm a middle-of-the-road guy when it comes to climate change. Mm-hmm. So if you're a complete denier that it's happening, I think you're wrong. If you're completely all in saying this is the end of humanity, I think that's wrong too. I think the answer yeah. is found in the middle. And yeah. that's where usually things are found. Yeah. And are we throwing a lot of carbon into the air that's heating the earth. Yes, that is fact. You can't dispute it because not air temperatures, ocean temperatures are rising. So when ocean temperatures are rising, that's when you're like, okay, we're starting to absorb more heat in the oceans. That's why ice is starting to melt. A lot of the times you hear about record heat uh, in cities and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, or in Europe when they're not used and, to having those kind of things. And that happens. But yeah. what have our cities done over the past 50 years? Have they shrunk? No, they've continued to build. So what is steel, yeah. concrete, blacktop? What does all that do? Just heats it, up. That's right. Yeah. So that heats up. So urbanization is just as much a part of this as climate change. Mm-hmm. The more concrete and steel you put around in a bigger area, the hotter it's going to get. And that's why our cities are heating up too. It's not just throwing carbon in the atmosphere. That's why we need to have green areas in our cities as they continue to grow to help absorb heat. We need more water to help absorb heat, maybe artificial lakes. Uh, most te- Texas lakes are artificial anyway. Well, that's but, true. Yeah. But that's, that's the kind of thing. It's a multi-step thing. It's something that's happening. It's something that can be fixed. We're humans. We have the technology. We will continue to grow that technology. We're going to survive this thing, folks. Mm-hmm. So I am not one of those where, yep, it's all over. We're not going to, we're irreversible. And there are a lot of people a lot smarter with me and a lot bigger degrees than I have that are saying that. And that's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, that's their opinion. They have the right to say that. And they're smart people. But I just choose to take that central approach. Yeah, it could get bad, but I think we're smart enough to figure this thing out. And the one thing that's really, now we're getting political. <laughs> one thing I think that's been really been lacking in this country is an energy policy to help get off fossil fuels. You can't just take us off fossil fuels. You have to actually start to right. go away from that. I mean, cars didn't just show up and we just started pumping oil and it was there right well, then. Now they kind of did that with light bulbs. Yes. Just suddenly like you can't buy the light bulbs mm-hmm. you used to buy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. so again, we need to phase things. Mm-hmm. We need to work towards things. Oh, So you know. everyone gets everyone gets their way. So yeah, let the oil companies phase into getting more electric stations and everything. Let's phase things in. But with the way our current political climate is, again, I'm getting a little opinionated here. We're not listening to each other. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, and that's, no, that's a big... Just, 
that's a big. You got to compromise somewhere. Yeah, they're going to be. You're not always going to get your way. Disagree, but yeah. there, there's got to be a better way than, you know, we kind of get in our own little echo chambers and just listen to the people that we agree with, and and it's anyway we could. We wow, could, severe what? weather, and we get, we're we could go on off this. on oh, a yeah. tangent. <laughs> but 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 a lot of what you do, Matt, I think is is education, because. Yes. Um, you know, there, there, are, there are aspects of how a thunderstorm works that, uh-huh. you know, and so are you still going to various communities and doing the severe yeah, weather thing? Actually, with COVID, that's been a lot less lately. Yeah, I know. But that, we're starting to get back into it. I went to my first in-person school talk just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to get back into well, getting children, into that public realm. Children yeah. really, you know, they geek out on weather. Oh, yeah, Some of them do. Weather. They love weather. And so, in fact, I think you told me this story. That's really kind of how you got into this business it when you were a little guy. That's right. I was in kindergarten, and that's when I knew I wanted to be a meteorologist. I saw a tornado backside of the field that was behind us. My neighbor's fence blew away, and I was like, yeah, I got to know how that works. Consequently, those neighbors, years <laughs> later, introduced me to my wife on a blind date. Oh. So... They're part of me becoming a meteorologist and who I married. So That's it's like, right. wow. Yeah. So husband and we, we, a dad. You yes. have precious twins. I yep. remember when God, in when they were now. Yeah, I know. I remember and when they were born graders. and they're almost fifth graders. It goes fast. I told you it goes yeah. fast. Oh, it goes really <laughs> fast. So yeah, are they kind fun. of looking like maybe they want to follow in your footsteps? What you have a girl our and a boy. Son, our son's all over the place. He yeah. likes weather and then right now he's really on being a pilot. Okay. Really like it. we bought him a pilot simulation thing, and I mean it's really a cool oh, how fun is concept. That? And you, you're, he's learning cockpits, and like it's actually a real educational tool. So we're <laughs> like, yeah, you can. I mean, as long as you're learning, as long as we're continuing to move that forward, if that's your passion, yeah. go for it, man, because that'd be great. But airline industry, a lot has to do with weather. So, so he is interested in weather, and he likes to. Well, and the the thing about weather, you know, when you you pursue a degree in meteorology or life science, what is it? Earth sciences? I for, kind of forget meteorology or science. Yeah, all there's all there's all different kinds, diff, different degrees. But there are lots of corporations that hire. Oh people yeah, that are all the airlines do it. Oil companies do it. Uh, I mean, right. there's a ton of people. The government, of course, has the National Weather Service. There's a there's hydrologists. There's there's so many. There's people that make the models. Again, those people are a lot more smarter than I am. I'm just interpolating and putting it on the air out for you. But um, a lot of people that are behind the scenes making the models and really diving down into stuff like that, they don't get enough credit. So I like to give them credit for, hey, they're the ones developing this technology. We right. get to use that technology, and that's what you see. But there's a lot of people behind the scenes developing it. Well, and the thing about the technology is how it's changed from, you know, I, of course, I grew up in Waco. I was a gleam in my daddy's eye in 1953 mm-hmm. um, when the tornado happened in downtown Waco. And, and I, I think now how much warn, oh, how much more warning yeah. we have because of the equipment. Well, Texas A&M had a radar. Right. I mean, they, knew, operat- they did know but, what was happening. And they, that, right. the, the Waco tornado is where the term hook echo came from. That's the first time a hook echo was seen on radar. Really? So that's that term is from the Waco tornado. So that's something that everyone uses nationwide around the world today is the term yeah, hook if echo. If they see that, yeah. that's when things get exciting. Um, my middle son and his family live in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And, man, they really got – we think we get a lot of weather here. Oh, yeah. 
My wife said, there's one place I will never live, Oklahoma City, because I'll never see you. The weather is always really bad. And yeah, that that place, once you get north of Dallas-Fort Worth, up to Kansas City, between Dallas and Kansas and City, so it's just why is that? I mean, are they just they how call, everything comes Are together. we in Tornado Alley? Yeah, this, we're on the very tip of it. Ironically, over the, the past su- few the years, southern tip or the southern southern tip, tip of it. Yeah. Okay. The interesting part is Dixie Alley to our east, Mississippi, Alabama. Oh, they can get they've a lot. They've had a lot more actually over the past oh, yeah. several years, and we're we are seeing a shift more to the east with the more significant tornadoes. So again, is climate doing that? Possibly. As dry it gets drier across West Texas and the high plains and that gets dry that area gets drier, it's shifting everything a little bit farther east. So we are seeing that starting to shift over just a little bit. Oklahoma hasn't had a ton of tornadoes over the past several years. No, it's it's been a while. I remember the Moore tornado that was so oh, deadly. Oh, yeah, the several uh, children, Moore yeah, tornadoes. and little kiddos, you know, were killed. And, yeah, um, that's just, that's and horrible. It's cool, you know, and yeah, as a grandmother, I've got two granddaughters up there, you know, it worries. Well, we were there visiting, and... Um, it was, it was after, it was, we were all in bed mm-hmm. and I was up, we were upstairs and the girls were upstairs and um, my son and daughter and all their bedrooms downstairs. And it was about 10 o'clock and Joel comes running, Bob, dad, y'all got to get up, come down. And so we grab grabbed the girls wow. and we got underneath the stair because they were hearing that it was going right by the Capitol. And they literally from their, from their guest room window, you can see the dome of the Capitol building there in Oklahoma oh, City. Wow. And, you know, and, and they're saying on TV, yes, it's going right by the gate. We're going, oh, good. Oh, no. That's <laughs> definitely not the place I want to be. But we don't, not upstairs for sure. Yeah. My <laughs> so, grandparents, both sets were in Oklahoma. And that's another place where I really got interested in weather yeah, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially my grandparents that lived in Oklahoma City. They had a farm in Geary, Oklahoma, which is about an hour west of Oklahoma City. And I was working in Amarillo at the time. And I was actually chasing a storm. And... That storm went by. I went back to the farm, and tornado hit the farm. Oh! And they weren't there at the time, but it did. Did you get the farmhouse? Yeah, it hit. It hit a lot of stuff. Oh my goodness! And it was just a direct hit out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've seen firsthand. It's affected me personally. Of wow, I mean, this is why I do what I do. It's to let people know. When it's 100 degrees outside every day, we'll make it fun, and we'll try to find ways to tell yeah. you it's hot and all that. Yeah. But when it hits the fan, that's when we're going to be there for you, and that's why I do my job because it's our job to keep people safe. Well, and and I would tell people when I would speak to groups and so forth because you would break in to <laughs> I, all oh, the me- cut-ins. I remember the cut-in during a Cowboy game. That was really exciting. I think Dancing with the Stars, it oh, was yeah. a finale. Grey's Anatomy. It was a finale. The Bachelor. And trust me, the phones would ring off oh, the hook of with angry people. Well, and that was more in a time when you couldn't watch things digitally. Right. Now oh, yeah. with the digital it's age, so it has yeah. come way, those complaint I'm calls sure are that, way I'm sure that's down. true. Plus, we can cut in to on air, and if it's not a tornado warning or something, we can go, hey, we're going to be on Facebook Live. We're going to be on our app. Tune into that. We're going back to regular program. We we can do things totally different now than 10 years ago. Oh, it's it's made such a such a difference because, you know, and, and I get people are really frustrated when. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because when, our viewing the, area was so large, mm-hmm. you, you could look out the window. Well, it's fine here. What Exactly. Yeah, but if it's your grandmother That's who right. lives where that tornado is, you That's know, right. and, and I would say the. We 
we're so proud to do news and information and bring that to the folks is very important. And to do it well with, you know, integrity. But weather, people can die from. I mean, yeah. that was, that's the yeah. one thing. People and we're predicting die. the future, too. And sometimes people yeah. forget that. I mean, when you're doing news or sports, you're covering now or the past. I mean, sometimes you'll look forward. But we're predicting the future all the time, trying to pinpoint it. So, yeah, I mean... One little thing goes missing, a little butterfly flaps its wings somewhere. <laughs> yeah. we, things can change. And <laughs> fortunately, that we've really gotten pretty accurate. I mean, you see over the past two or three years, we're starting to really nail storm systems more and more as we're getting more sophisticated model modeling data and everything like that. Well, and with so much more advanced mm-hmm. warning about it. But Mother Nature's still Mother Nature. It's right. still going to do what it's going to do. Right. And it's a fluid and things change. And so, but the adage of, oh, I wish I got paid to be wrong all the time. That That's old. Someone needs to find a brand new statement to say. I because know. That, that's... that is an old thing. I, I, I don't even get offended by it anymore. I'm like, you, that's so you old just school. Don't find even find know another what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> because that's just that that's just so wrong. Well, these days. it's we kind of like we lawyer, are a lot more accurate. It's like lawyer jokes. I yeah. mean, you're just sort of. The, oh, we're going to be the butt of jokes. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to listen to a little bit more about uh, Matt's experience in Waco and some of the fun things that he's done. So you stay with us. <laughs> We're back with Matt Hines, who is the chief meteorologist at, okay, so <laughs> I know it's KXXV TV. I worked there for 25, 25 years. 25 News. Yes. 25 How Weather. How many, okay, that's what we're, that's what we're breaking calling news, it today. Breaking news, breaking stories, tracking storms. <laughs> Coverage you can we? count on. No, I mean, that was right before me. Y'all yeah. changed to breaking news, breaking stories, tra- tracking storms. I know. We've had so many different, and, and kind of oh, changed and I've seen the some, brand. Hey, you need to look up Ann on YouTube. There's some. Pretty good gems of Ann on YouTube from, <laughs> from the KXXV days. From a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now you've been there a while. Yeah, I remember when you came. I remember when you came. Bruce and I, Bruce Geetson and I took you. And we had Dr. Pepper ribs and my wife was horrified. <laughs> you don't do that on an interview. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah. And, uh, of course, she's doing great things, mm-hmm. though, with the Waco, Waco ISD, ISD mm-hmm. Education Foundation. And, uh, yeah. it's a, You should have her to, on one day. I, She'd be well, great I to think talk to him about that. Love to have love to have her on because we'd kind of let time get away but we needed to do something prior to the heb celebrity cook-off which is one of the fun things you get to do we'll both be there at the event we've done Um, it before now we'll be competitors this year well that's the thing we you and i were always teaming up on the kxxv table and um I, I'm very involved with the Waco Symphony now, so I said I'll do the symphony table. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be with the the Waco Symphony <laughs> this year and More. wave at you hey, across the room. But it, it's a wonderful way to, to raise money for um, for the Waco ISD students uh, through grants yes. that are awarded to their teachers. Their teachers and I've been involved things, yeah. for many, many years mm-hmm. with uh, the Education Foundation. And, and now so many school districts have these Education Foundations, and they're – they're really important to those teachers. And that's why my wife and I, with Texas Tech Waco being here, mm-hmm. we started a scholarship in Texas. I wanted as well, to ask you about yeah, that. So. Okay, so tell tell me about that. Both of you are tech grads. Yeah, we're Red Raiders. So in Baylor country, but Texas Tech does have a campus in Waco. 
and it's at MCC, and it's one of the they've handed out the most degrees outside of the Lubbock campus. It's incredible. So it, it is. It's really good. It's yeah. growing fast. The teaching, the to become a teacher, that's really the education part is really growing fast. And one thing that's lacking in education right now is um, there's not a lot. There's a lot of scholarships and financial aid for full time students, but not part time students. Mm-hmm. And so we saw that need, and Kerry Hobbs also, he's the one that really got them. He deserves all the credit here, not me. Kerry Hobbs really got that going, and he's a big Red Raider here. Oh, yeah. And if you've worn a coat or had a car, you've probably had his product in your car. That's right, Hobbs Bonded Fibers. That's right. Um, So following in his footsteps on that, we decided to give and start, start it. Hopefully we'll continue to grow it. But again, for part-time students, so it can That's be moms great. and da- dads that want to further their education or something, and, like or that. maybe finish that degree that they just yes. didn't manage to finish. And that the, that is what MCC has uh, yes. provided through mm-hmm. Tarleton State, of course, and and uh, Texas Tech having that ability so, here in Central again, Texas it's a need, to do that. And uh, yeah, we just wanted to try to well, help out. I, I had Kerry seen Hobbs that. is again; he's done the most part. But well, I, I applaud you for for doing that because you know, like I say, education is so much of what you do every day on the air. Um, and you know, the one thing that I learned because because tornadoes and hurricanes and lightning those are the you know really big mm-hmm. flashy stuff, but it's flooding. Yeah, flooding is the number kills, one killer. That kills mm-hmm. more people. That's right. Flooding, and people don't take flooding as seriously. Like, oh, I can make it through this. Oh, and you know, then, and we would always say, turn around, it. don't drown. That's right. And it sounds kind of trite, but really, really. If you come to a raging river, don't. Just don't. Right. It's not worth it. Find another route. Go back home. Call your boss and say, hey, I can't make it. And wait for the water to recede. It's just, it's not worth trying to do that. And it's, again, flooding. It's kind of like drought. It takes a while for it to develop and get going. But once it's going, it can really go quick. And then you have to wait for that water to recede. Correct. And it doesn't take, well, how much is not very much to, to move your car? Three feet of water. I mean, it doesn't take much at all. Two, Two three feet of water. It's If it's racing across the road, it can just take it right away. Okay, so I um, asked a friend, and I said, I'm going to talk to Matt Hines. Anything I should ask? Immediately, he said, ask him, how do you find the information to know if, your home or wherever is in a floodplain. Where do you go to to determine that? And I said, well, I would he go- might I would know. Google that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have uh, those phones. Yes, <laughs> go- uh, your insurance company should be able to tell you. They redraw flood maps all the time. Okay, so your insurance agent should be able to tell you that. And again, that's not covered in your policy. Flood insurance is not part of your homeowner's insurance, and that's what wow. a lot of people don't understand. So and that's flood, why it's it important out. to know that's if right. you're going to so build or gotta, buy. Flood insurance is a whole other program. So it's not a part of your home insurance. If you're not sure if you are, I know my house isn't because if my you're house ever high. yeah, if my house ever floods, <laughs> folks know we're what's all, coming back. <laughs> we're all we're, yeah, the we're, two by two animals. That's right. It's all over. Boat somewhere. <laughs> so I know I'm not in the floodplain, but there are people just down from me just last year. Oh, yeah, there are houses had, below. Yeah, and they had a major flash flood right. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And it did get into some of the homes literally just below me, and they had no clue. Yeah. But there it was. Well, so it does happen. Going through a flood is certainly, you know, it, it has, it'll leave an imprint on you. And I remember 
uh, this is before you came to Waco, but there was a pretty major flash flood event, and Waco Creek that runs mm-hmm. through Baylor had risen, and this friend was saying that he was in an apartment at Baylor at the time, and that it had totally it had flooded out some of those apartments, and uh, yeah, and and but it's just the worst thing as a reporter for me to uh, report about. You know, somebody in a SUV and it's underwater, yeah, it's and then it's they later find the bodies. Because every time you know what you know what they were thinking, I can make it. And uh, then yeah, if they I just hurry, if it. I go fast, you know, I get you know. There was a, one of my memories is was a, tor- a flash flood event, and it was on Hewitt Drive, and it was on Mars, right next to the high school there, Midway. Right. And a student died at night. Because that creek flooded yeah. right there. And I, that one sticks with me. I remember that one. And he probably had no clue that well, it because was the, really that bad. It was a gully yes. or, you know. And it just swept his car off the road. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when when we start reporting on this, we remember these things, too. Yeah. It doesn't, it, just, it sticks with us. So that's why I do take flash flooding seriously. And, again, there's the tornadoes and the hail. and But, Tornadoes and hail, we can track that on radar. And we can track flooding as well because we can see how much either the gauges have or radar estimates in a certain location. So we have a lot of technology to get it out there. But you have to want to get that information. Mm-hmm. I can't force people to get informed. And that's where a lot of people go, well, a lot of the times, what's the first thing you hear someone say? Well, I didn't know. I have, yeah. N- no. The information's out there. You have to go get that information. You can't rely on other people to force it down your throat. You have to find it. You have to want to know about it. And you, it's not always someone else's fault. Well, and, and there are so many more ways to get that information. Let's talk about the, the app. I mean, I know uh-huh. there are a lot of weather apps out there. Of course, you have Yeah, but own, you got to be or... careful with those, like the Weather Channel app. That's out of Atlanta. I mean, right. they're just kind of throwing model data out and going, okay, here it is. Right. So... Trust your local meteorologist. I think that's where you need to get your information. Of course, we have our Storm Shield app. We have our news oh, app. Okay, and you no, can watch things live there. We'll put right, information on there. Because if you're going live, yeah, you, it's can, on you there. can watch it that's there. Right. And you so if your power to, goes out, cell exactly. towers usually still have power. So you can still watch us. Right. That's that's the thing. I remember going through a twister that kind of went by mm-hmm. our, our house. That was the one that I think hit Dr. the Pepper Dr. Plant. Pepper plant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And or like no, the Coca-Cola plant. The, yeah, Sorry. the Coca-Cola. Yeah, exactly. And um, I, I could, you heard the train roaring kind of sound and all that kind of thing. Well, our power was, and I, I turned the TV off. We, you know, we mm-hmm. just knew we weren't going to. And again, that wasn't that long ago. It was not that long ago. And it's just amazing how technology has grown. So. There's no way you shouldn't know something's happening unless you're just putting, you just don't want to know. If you don't check things regularly and you don't do anything like that, yeah, you're not going to know about it. But that doesn't mean the information wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's it's, uh, thanks to professionals like yourself. And you have a great team. We do. Um, Josh Johns. I don't know he half of them tech. now. <laughs> yeah, Josh is great. I love him doing yeah, mornings. Yeah, Josh, yeah. and he's he's he is a lo- he's loads of fun. You're you're resident Aggie. Of course, yes. you gotta gotta have. I've had a lot of Aggies. Conley is an oh, Aggie, yeah, and, uh, yeah. so I've had a lot of Aggies come through there. Oh sure, it's fun. It's all in fun. Yeah, and then I have Caleb. He came from Indiana. Okay, I don't so. know that I've met him. And then Bain, okay. she's doing a great job. Yeah, where did Bain come from? She's she came darling. from California, Bakersfield. Bakersfield, California. California. Yeah. And uh, that's California, started. that's that's a different weather market. Oh, one, 
<laughs> yeah, you're dealing with air pollution there more than anything else. Yes, and right. it rains maybe. Smog is, yeah. It may rain thirty days out of the year. <laughs> so here it's a huge difference. It's like, oh wow, there's green trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have a good team. <clears throat> well, hopefully this will be a, a mild, severe weather season for you. Hopefully, but we always get our and he, classifying a severe weather season. We cannot have a lot of severe storms, but if one storm hits one populated location, it's a big year. Well, it is. And um, and you have a you have a little shtick that you do, and that's the your red, red tie. tie. That's right. That's you your... see the red tie on? It's bad. I don't have the red tie on today. I thought about wearing it just because we're gonna talk about just severe for fun. weather. I thought you might, yeah. yeah, but it yeah. No and and what I was t- telling a friend we were playing tennis we were talking about matt and weather and so forth and and i said yes yeah, she goes oh yeah the red tie the she red knew tie. immediately people know i mean it's, <laughs> it's a thing now but what she didn't know is that you retire i do if someone if there's fatalities i will i will retire that tie i write down what it was the last one i did was february and i'll write down what it was so i'll always remember when i wore that red tie and i have a collection at home one day i'll bring the collection out but yeah. That and again, it's why we do what we do. It's not to tell you it's a hundred degrees every day in the summer. It's to tell you, hey, this is serious. We need to well, and we need to do this. And again, that winter event was like a hurricane. Oh, that we had. That was a hurricane in the winter. It was the same type of event. It was very widespread. And the the number of Texans who died over two hundred. It's it's really hard to yeah. We had a lot in our area too. Wrap your head around yeah. So that. Again, that's what that's what can happen. That's why we tell you. But we knew it was coming. We, We I mean, that was that was the beauty. If there's beauty in, but we knew it was coming. But I even, but still, there's some people. I I remember three days before the event, me being on with the entire station, and I'm talking, and I can just tell that they're like. Really? Is it really going to really going to be that bad? No, I do, and I and I try not to talk in huge terms right until i know okay this is really going to be bad and that's Mm -hmm. when when you hear me get calm and you hear me say the hey this is catastrophic or something i don't just throw that out that's not something i say but when i say it it's like oh okay and does it always pan out no but it did that on that event i mean it was i mean we we would put out the strongest language we could but again when it doesn't happen, but every few decades, the last one was in the early 80s, yeah. people are like, really? Well, and for that length of time to be yeah. below freezing. 205 hours. Yeah. Um, of course, this past winter was, we had a lot of yeah, cold weather. we did. Had a lot of cold La weather. La Nina years. Okay. Bring above average temperatures. Yeah. And below normal precipitation for the season. But that's when we get our big Arctic outbreaks. Yeah. That's when it happens. Yeah. And that's what we've seen over the past couple of so, years. So there's there's enough data and, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you've been able to analyze and, and predict. But that's why I don't like those three-month forecasts. Like, right. I don't really do winter forecasts, spring forecasts, because you're going to get the wrong impression. Just like with that, we're going to have an above-normal temperature winter. And below normal precipitation. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Except for when it got to 22 degrees. Yeah. and <laughs> Every other week. <laughs> yeah. So if you take that February event out from 21, yeah. you take that out, it was it, way above normal. It was, it was pretty so, mild. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So yeah. that's why, again, those seasonal forecasts you have to be leery of. Well, it's fun. It's been a while since I've wrapped up with you, though, with my questions. 
Did okay. I do this? Yes. We did this. Okay. Rapid fire. Okay. And <laughs> we'll see if your answers change. Uh-oh. Okay. So what is your favorite word? Oh, my gosh. I think you asked me last time. And I, see, and I don't remember what you said. I don't said, even remember so. what I said. Oh, no. Someone's going to go find it and be like, you That's lied. Okay. That's all right. Favorite word. What's your favorite word today? <laughs> but my favorite word today. <laughs> well, oh, man, that's tough. You know, I am going to change. I know I didn't say this last time, but I like moderation. Moderation. I've never heard that before, but because that's a good. That's just a good. Don't go to extremes. Just there you go. Look at both sides and make your up make up your mind where you're going to be. Moderation. Yeah. Okay. So, what is your least favorite word? My least favorite word? It's a combination of words. Tornado on the ground in a city. <laughs> Those are my, yeah. that's, 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 that's frightening. Yeah. That's, that's something I hope I've never covered. I've covered tornadoes in cities, but I've never covered the F5 rolling through a city and knowing, just knowing what's happening yeah. and knowing that you're probably not going to be able to save everyone. And I hope I never have to cover something like that. Oh, and of course, I think of the Gerald tornado. Yeah, I mean, that's when you knew. That that's was. when you knew if you're not below ground, you're, you're not surviving. Right, this. and then we, then we started hearing the reports, and and then of course you hear the inaccurate reports, like people on top of roofs and stuff that didn't yeah. didn't happen. Could have though. Yeah, could have happened. So that was a mo- that was multiple words. I <laughs> yeah, apologize. I know. It just brings back me. Okay, so what turned you on creatively? Spiritually or emotionally? Well, I'd say spiritually. I'm a big Christmas music guy. Oh, yeah. I love Christmas music. Okay, good. Now, I don't listen to it right now, but... Well, and Easter. I yeah. love... I mean, my favorite hymn is Christ the Lord is Risen Today. Yes. That's yes. my favorite hymn. No questions asked. I was like, yeah. when I die, you better play that at my funeral. Mm-hmm. So that, it just... It solidifies... Sorry. It solidifies everything in my belief in Christianity, yeah. in that one song. Oh, I'm looking forward to Easter. I, yeah. That's my favorite time, because I love springtime. I love the new growth and everything mm-hmm. happening. Well, what turns you off creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? People that aren't willing to see another side. Mm-hmm. That's what, I mean, it's, if you're just going to stand on your side and you're not going to... dogmatism. You're, you're not even going to try. Right. You don't have to agree with me. I don't care if you agree with me. Well, you have the right to think what you want to think. Yeah. But you at least got to listen. And I think that's our biggest problem right now. Yeah. What sound do you love the most? Sleet falling on a rooftop. <laughs> and I, I recorded some this, this oh, last winter event that oh, we had. Oh, I go outside and, I, and, and I could video and send it to you whenever sh- anything happens. I know. It I is. love that sound. It just, I can just. And it kind of hits the window yeah, a little and bit. I can just, yeah. I can listen to that sound forever. I don't think you said that last I time. I did not I say that last questions. time. Uh, see, my answers have all changed. I might as well. See, but I'm, we just came out of winter. If we were doing this in the fall, I'd probably have a different <laughs> it answer. It might be something. Like the wind and the trees. Yes. No, um, yeah, that's that's a very distinctive sound. You don't hear it very often. No, you don't. But man, when it, I just it's love that, that, that sound. Is, that's now, then I have to go to work, but, okay. you know. So what's your least favorite sound? Hmm. Probably just constant screeching. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or a dog barking for 30 to 40 minutes. That's just, that just gets annoying. <laughs> that, would, that would be bad. Uh, what other profession would you have liked to try? Politics. Okay. So, yeah. You're definitely. very diplomatic. 
Yeah, I try to be. And, and that's what we need more of. But yeah, I think if I didn't do this, I would probably gone and gotten political science degree and yeah. done something like this. Good. It's when you decide to run for office, always, let me know yeah, okay. and I'll, I'll head up so your pu- campaign. Public service is where I'm. I mean, yeah. I, that's, no, what, that's true. what weather is. That's, that's what, what you this, do. I mean, so I was in the Army, in the Army Reserve. So it just, I've always been that way. I've always wanted to help people. Yeah. Well, maybe there is a political career out there. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. What do you know you would not want to do, though? What professionally? What would I never want to do? You know, being a teacher would be really hard. Except that's I like what you I do. like teaching. You I do, love teaching, yeah. but doing yeah, that, doing it every day. And this is and teachers don't get enough credit. They don't get enough credit. And their and their workload is so oh, much different it's now. Huge. It's it's. I'm different not I'm not slamming teachers. the teaching program. That's not what no, I'm. No, I think at it's here. just way different yeah. than even when I was in school. Yeah. What teachers were dealing with. It's that's yeah. a hard hard, hard. job so to do yeah. day in and day out. Educating people and going to schools and that's fun. Yeah, but. Doing that day in and day out, dealing with some of the things you have to deal with politically, with the way people think sometimes. It's just there's you've got to be very yeah. down the middle. Parents, all that. Yeah. There you go. You she said it. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Hats off to teachers, really. Yeah, one hundred percent. Stick with it because yes. it's tough. It's tough. Finally, what do you want to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I think I did say this about it. You did the best you could. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I said, and yeah. that's that's what you've got to hope to hear yeah. when, when that time comes. Yeah, so want to hear that? Yes. So <laughs> do the best you can. Well, thank you, Matt, for carving out a little time for us today. I appreciate what you do. We're already out of time. Yeah, we're already out Jeez. of time. Well, wow. we could go along. I mean, it's a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast. It's we a do whatever podcast. we want. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> but I was just kind of trying it just to wrap all it up. Flowed today, I mean, we. Yeah. It wasn't all severe weather either. I was coming no. in like really, I mean, we yeah. hammered in a lot of, a lot of topics. Well, it's, you know, it's something people need to be aware of. And again, uh, weather is something that can kill you if you're not yes. on your toes. So and we've got great professionals. Be informed to, and mm-hmm. stay informed. Those are the things that we can pretty much say. And if you're both of those, you'll be ready for anything that comes your well, way. Well, words to live by. Yes. <laughs> be informed. And stay in warm because things change. <laughs> and that's what we try to do here mm-hmm. at Central Texas Life. So happy to have you with us, Matt. It's great, Ann. Great to have you with us. We'll see you next time. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder.